Friday night, hanging out on a Friday night for, quite frankly, 6.57 p.m. What are we going to talk about? Well, I don't know, we could talk about the rain. Rain all over the place. Flooding all over the place. Not too bad up here right now. In the middle of the day, it was, uh, it was something heavy. But uh, one town over, especially the, uh, the, a lot of these towns are built on, on rivers. And uh, depending on what your elevation is, you're going to get it worse than others. But um, one town over, it's a little bit, little bit sketchy. And, you know, tonight, tonight there's uh, more coming. It's been raining all day, nonstop. It has not stopped for a moment. I've even got a little bit of water in the basement, but I've been going down there periodically to pump it out. And um, it's only in one corner. It was about a half an inch in one corner. And therefore, I was able to stay on top of it. And then I started seeing that the, uh, the floor was starting to dry up. So I guess we're, I, I may be getting through it. I don't know how much heavier it's going to be over the night, over nighttime. Matt is here, though. Matt, how you doing? Hello, Francis. How you feeling? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. So, listen, you you were driving in this today. Uh, yeah. what, what did you see all, all around the county? Uh, I didn't, didn't wasn't really all around the county. I was just uh, hit around here in Rye Brook and Greenwich. Oh, that's it? Yeah. It was awesome. flooded all over. I did see that. Mercing Island was getting flooded when I was going there. And they actually evacuated the people that live over there. On the island? You know, that Pine Island Road or whatever. A Pine Island Road that's past that, but some houses on Minersing. There's a, you know, there's houses back there. I didn't know that. Yeah, all the way, like if you go down all the way left. Well, I mean, they, uh, New York City's pretty bad. We'll jump into that in a little bit. But over here, it's been uh, at least in this in this neck of the woods is um, is manageable, and we'll see what happens tomorrow because it's going to rain all throughout tomorrow too. I saw it at least in through throughout midday, and I don't know if this is the remnant of a storm or whatever. I don't even know what the hell this shit is. And then all of a sudden, you know, last week, this week, oh, we have a couple of straight days of of uh, rain. What is it? I don't I don't watch the weather. Oh, the sky was just some weird-ass color before when I came here. It was almost like a beige, right? To me, it looked like like orange. O- orange, Like pinkish. an omen to let people know, like, he's coming. Who, God? Trump. Oh. Oh, Trump. The storm's coming. Yes, that's right. The storm. Yeah, the orange sky. Just let everybody know it's happening. Don't, don't, don't blink. Don't blink. He'll be here in a flash. Well, I was watching a little bit of him because it was actually pinned to the top of some suggested videos on YouTube. He's out in California today. Trump is? Yeah, he's speaking someplace in California today. And, um, and yeah, so that, that video was going around. 
I saw a few other things too. Did you watch any of the the debate the other night? I didn't. I just saw some highlights. Um, yeah, I did. I watched it up until maybe the the last twenty minutes. I didn't watch. You seem to be ha- based on all the text messages you've been sending us lately. You've been you've been really into uh, diving deep into unseen messages and 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 you know pretty much the the mysteries of what is about to happen. You keep you keep using the phrase. Uh, enjoy the show. Yeah, look. <laughs> JFK Jr.'s alive. JFK is alive. Princess Diana's alive. Aaliyah. Aaliyah is alive. Well, I don't know. She might be, but she's not part of this thing that's going to, you know, stop the deep state. It's the storm that's coming. That's right. And, and that's right. And all these text messages you send, uh, that usually pops up. Phrases like enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. Uh, as someone had r- written into me, it, it is September 29th right now. That means four days ago was the 25th. The rapture did not happen. Who predicted it? I, I forget. We, you, you and I were talking about it though, and you said, "What the hell did you say about the 20th or quitting your job and all that stuff on the 24th? And what happens on the 25th? Nothing happens. I'll just go back to work." <laughs> well, but, no, no. I think. I think it's October 11th now. I'll get moved to October. Well, that dude, that's our first day up in the oh, Adirondacks. Shit. Oh, yeah, I can't go now. Why? Because of my two weeks. No, I did. I told them, I'm like, yo, I'm going upstate on the 11th. So it's not even two weeks. Oh, so you gave them your two two weeks. Yeah. Matt, ladies and gentlemen, is transitioning into another job. I won't <laughs> give any details of your personal life. but I'm just uh, taking a big pay cut. He, but all. listen, he's taking a big pay cut, but he's going into a job with security, with benefits, and my hips won't pop in crawl spaces and stuff like that. You're not gonna be. You're not, not gonna a be young no, man anymore. You're not gonna be nose deep in raccoon shit. It's okay, man. You did. You did the time. It's it's it's, it's all right to choose some stability, and you're you're you know that's all I'm gonna say. I think you're doing the right thing. So congratulations! I didn't know that you actually did. Uh, you actually put the two weeks in. Yeah, I tried to still, you know, stay part time, and but I, I don't think he really wants to have that. Oh well, he's saying that out of out of anger because he knows no, that he, he can't. He wasn't angry, so I don't know. He might just be saying that now, but then he's gonna realize that he doesn't want to do it. He'll see. He ain't got nobody better than you. I have no, you know, you know, you pick up some part-time work along the way and make some cash. That's fine. But yeah. what you're doing is is definitely the right thing. Um, all right, so we'll get into other stuff along the way. Here's the first one up. Here's wild video. Wild video shows flooded LaGuardia. Airport terminal travelers attempting to flee ankle deep waters. Travelers try to flee New York on budget airlines out of LaGuardia Airport were faced with ankle-deep water Friday morning amid widespread flooding. The airport was forced to close its Terminal A from where flights on uh, Spirit and Frontier Airlines depart. Oh, Spirit. As the floodwaters barreled through the building. Oh, it's all over the place there, too. Here's uh, here's one video I picked up somewhere in uh, Manhattan. I don't know. Probably got so many rat calls while this was going on. Oh, dude. Dude, you know, they're all getting pushed up from the sewers. Exactly. I can't imagine how many rats are 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 swimming across the top. It probably looks like logs of shit. And there's probably logs of shit there, too. You know, everybody keeps talking about, 
oh, well, you know, th- this is probably the cleanest that New York has been. I said, no, you, you were talking, when this stuff happens in any city or any town, you're talking about raw sewage that is mm-hmm. brought up to the, to the top. Semen, needles, blood. <laughs> the first thing you went to <laughs> is the semen. You've got to watch out. And it's just re- it's it's ready to just f- to froth up onto the service at any moment. Yeah, Check this out. Especially from the uh, the the West Village or wherever it is, all those freaks live. Look at that. <laughs> look look into the stairwells though. The the. Look at this. Look at that. It's like a scene out of Titanic. Dude, that's somebody's home right there. Uh, I've never seen that in the city. That's somebody's... Not like that. Dude, like, at well, least, well, the hurricanes and shit. Well, but. we saw with... Uh, when was that big that big, uh, that big big surge that we had a few years ago? It might have been right before COVID. Either 2019. I think it was 2019. No. Yeah. It was uh, October, that August. No, that big storm. I was on my. There was two hurricanes. They said, "Watch out for this one," and it came through. It was it was a really bad storm, but it wasn't crazy. Then next uh, next two weeks later, that's when what was it? Ida or whatever the hell is? No, that no, destroyed uh, everything. I, Irene was Irene. You're talking about this like 2010, 11? No, a couple years ago. I don't know about the, uh, what we the, the thing that guy that hit us the most over the last five or six years. It wasn't categorized as a hurricane. It was it just came out of nowhere where we got like seven inches of water in a couple hours. That's the one that washed out Tony. That wasn't a hurricane. Yeah, that was. That's I that, think it was a tropical storm. It was a hurricane, but I think by the time I think that was Henry. No. Hen, Hen, Henry, what they they called it, Henri. Henri. That, that was uh, that was August twenty twenty one two. No, no, twenty twenty one. So this was the, this was a couple of years before that. The uh, big certain it was not a tropical storm. It just took us all by surprise. They, there was cars in Rye that were stacked on top of each other, like on Purchase Street. There was a there was a one one car was just yeah. placed on top of the other one. Well, that happened after Irene too, or the last hurricane we had over here. That happened. That was part of the hurricane. You talking about Sandy? No, I remember I was driving around. I was taking pictures of the cars in Rye at the train station. That was that year, the same year we had Hen, uh, Henri. 21? Yeah, we had that storm, and then we had a bigger storm after that, and they told us to watch out for Henri, and it was kind of like a dud. And then the one they like, oh, it should just be okay. It's the one that fucked everything up over here. I was driving down when Henri showed up. That was the day that Lauren, me, and the baby, it was, uh, Lauren was, uh, Aurora was only 11 months old, and we were driving down to Myrtle Beach, and we, we were, we were playing, we were going with, uh, Lauren's sister and, and, uh, my niece and nephew as well, and we were planning on leaving at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, but Hurricane Henry came in, mm-hmm. and, and we're like, oh, no, I think we have to leave tonight, I think we gotta leave tonight or else we're gonna be screwed tomorrow. It's the last thing I wanted to do because I've done a night drive down to Myrtle Beach before. It does not matter how much sleep you got. You're screwed. I mean, your eyes are going to go crossed. 
at a, especially by the time you hit North Carolina and it's just like 300 miles straight through. Um, but um, and Virginia for for that matter, she's got a fat ass. Virginia, you go right. Virginia and North Carolina, they are thick. They're mm-hmm. thick. <laughs> yeah, you know. So Georgia too. But anyway, but you don't have to go through Georgia. I don't think. I was driving through New Jersey. This is the one thing I'll say about Henry because it was really underwhelming, at least for what we saw. We were. I was driving on I ninety five, and uh, well, we just got over the bridge, and I forgot. Oh, is that Newark Airport or something like that? I don't know. Anyway, we're we're side by side with one of those airports, and one of these planes were coming in to land in the middle of this storm and it was really whipping at this point and it looked like a dude it looked sick this plane coming in from the thick clouds and the rain it looked like a ufo coming all through the clouds because you could barely make out that it was a plane because of all the 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 the, uh the clouds and the the water and all that stuff spraying all over the place but you saw the lights and they're shimmering there's green and blue and and uh white lights i said whoa i said laura look at that it's like a ufo coming down that was pretty cool. Um, that's the only thing I can say about Hurricane Henry. All right. Uh, Tupac Shakur. Did you hear about this? Well, Tupac he Shakur. He's back, too. Tupac is still alive. They, he'll be back soon. They uh, they they uh, arrested his killer. Oh, finally? They only knew who he was for, like, 20 years now. His name is Keith D. Did you know that? Uh, I think I've heard the name before. Well, that's what they're—that's who they're saying killed him. He's I think been, I've heard people. Yeah, I think I've seen someone say the guy's name is Keith D. He's a real gangster. K- uh, Tupac Shakur's stepbrother slams Las Vegas murder detectives for taking so long to arrest Keith D. Said he's been running his mouth for years. Dwayne Keith T. Dave Davis has been arrested on suspicion of murdering Tupac. The gangster admitted being in the car, which shot at the hip hop legend in 1996. Uh, Tupac's stepbrother called the long-awaited rest bittersweet after 27 years. Yeah, fuck that dude, man. I like Tupac. So did I. Did you hear about this? I'm I'm getting a couple of people to look into the study so we can discuss it on a future show. Because we haven't had a cannabis show in a while. Weed makes you crazy and gives you heart disease. That's not true. Why is it legal, says the Post Editorial Board. The evidence for keeping weed illegal keeps mounting, even as laws get looser. A new peer-reviewed study on the significant data set set nearly 60,000 Canadians has shown that adults who misuse pot have a 60% higher risk of experiencing their first heart attack, stroke, and other cardiovascular events. In other words, weed is not a harmless vice. It's a killer like cigarettes. Yeah, sure. If you smoke weed and you sit on your couch and, you know, don't do anything and you're not active, yeah, sure, you might get a heart attack sooner. I bet you any money that it's sugar. I would love to see I would love to see all those people's lives really picked apart and studied by Jay Gulinella, by the way. Um, And unlike cigarettes, it's literally driving people insane. Did you know this, Matt? A massive Danish study based on nearly 7 million health records drew a strong correlation between heavy cannabis use and increased risk of schizophrenia in young men. That's to say nothing of the fact that pot, no matter what its advocates claim, likely serves as a gateway drug. A gateway drug to schizophrenia? It's a gateway drug. A gateway drug? 
It leads you to gayness. That's why I've been finding myself in these bathhouses and glory <laughs> holes lately without any explanation of how I've gotten there. I've been wondering <laughs> why I've been waking up in glory holes lately. I just come to. And there I am. Uh, so I, I got, or, or the soaring level of THC level. Now, well, there is something to be said about that. This stuff is harsh. It relaxes your body, though. I know, but it's get, dude. This stuff, it, there, there is something going on with this stuff. The new strains. I don't know if it is just purely crossbreeding, but it is. You only about me. I mean, you already know I'm a, I'm a lightweight. It usually only takes one or two. Um, two drags for me to, to chill out on a uh, whenever I do partake but uh, yeah no it's ever more so that I, I have to get somebody on to, to dispute this or to talk about what the hell's inside of it um, maybe next Friday you know Matt save all of your questions you have about health and stuff for next Friday too because Jay Gulinello is coming back on to hang out with us right. going to talk about our retreat and um, I know that you like chilling with him so all right, there you go. Did you hear about this, though? So you talk about don't smoke weed, but definitely go out and get your shots. All of them. Mr. T. Mr. T. Thank God. Thank God. I just got my flu shot and COVID-19 booster vaccine. I feel great. Thanks to all the doctors and nurses on the front line. Hashtag staying healthy. Mr. T. I'm about to get my COVID vaccine booster shot. I'm in my sketches. Yes, I do everything in sketches. Yes, I get healthy in sketches. You heard me. Get your vaccination booster. Arr. He's about to get shot up. Yeah, he's no Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, feels good, don't it? What the hell happens to people? Seriously, what the hell happens to people? They believe things that aren't true. I mean, it's just you know, some people. Hit, I feel like some people hit a certain age and they go just. They go. Hey, they go. They just circuits just get fried. I don't understand. You. I mean, the same thing happened to Jesse Ventura. You remember that? Why he got the shot too? He he's not only very pro vaccine. He's he's a ma he, listen. I grabbed this just in case you you hadn't seen it. Question everything except for the vaccine. Yeah, that and masks. Here he is from 2020. Put your goddamn masks on. I Put your masks on. That's good. Uh, Jesse Ventura slams non-mask wearers. This is from 2020, okay? This is from October 2020. Listen to what he says. He's comparing us to the World War II generation. I'm losing a lot of faith in America. I am. I'll tell you, I'm glad that right now we're not faced with World War II, where my mother and father are both veterans. Not many people can say their mom is a World War II veteran. My mom's buried at Fort Snelling. But the country sacrificed in World War II. Do you think there would have been any argument over wearing a mask yeah. for the people of World War II? I'll tell you, if we behaved like we are right now, Hitler would have won. <laughs> this is Jesse Ventura of conspiracy theory. Hitler would have won because we, we wouldn't have invaded because we would have been too afraid of the spread of COVID in Europe. Like so you, we would have been on lockdown over here. You would think that someone like Jesse Ventura would see the inverse of what he's saying so clearly. 
especially by October of 2020, when we already had everything you needed to know from the CDC about how COVID was affecting uh, everybody. What a bitch. Dude, I'm telling you. He was just... like anti-government his entire life, even when he was governor. I'm ashamed. Man, oh man. Uh, did you hear that? Uh, well, well, we'll get into some more stuff. I want to do some Babylon B and and uh, everything else. But ladies and gentlemen, it's a Friday night and we're just picking through the remains of the week and we'll be taking calls and um, and seeing what's on your mind. Matt is here. We're just chilling. So don't go anywhere. In fact, help me share it far and wide. I feel bad. This is the first week we've been doing it without Theta. All the best to Theta. Rest in peace. We'll talk to you all soon. Don't go anywhere. One ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! Take a look at it. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, that was the pre-show. Hopefully, you all found your seats. Welcome to the show. Welcome. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Costco. Um, Matt, I did. This is a voicemail that you sent us uh, first thing in the morning this morning. Oh, God, I hope the priests aren't listening. The what? Oh, that. Oh, yeah, the priests that watch the show. There's quite a few priests that watch I'm the sure show. They pray for me. Pray, listen, all the um, all the clergy out there, clergy and uh, men of the cloth across all denominations and faiths, please just pray for man after you listen to this. Oh, I'm coming, bro. Oh, God. Thank you, Vito. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard the thank you, Vito part. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even hear that. Because I seen, like, for whatever reason, like, three, like, memes in a row came up of gay Vito. So I'm like, uh, let me do that and then say thank you, Vito. Like, I'm the guard. <laughs> like, I'm the guard. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, the funny thing was that when I when I saw that come in, we had we were me and Lauren and Aurora were coming back from Stanford. We were dropping my mother. She got her hip. My mother got her hip Your replaced. Mom heard that? No, 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 no. Uh, Lauren did. She just kind of she just kind of shook her head because I didn't know what it was going to be. And um, 
And then he saw, and then uh, you know Aurora. Uh, Aurora said, "What's that?" I said, "That was Uncle Matt." He, what did he say? I said, "He said good morning, bro." She, oh, we were dropping off my mother because you know she had to get she had to be at the um, the place for surgery at eight forty five this morning. I'm she, sorry, Lauren. <laughs> Uh, Lauren just shook her head. She understands at this point. She knows what we're doing. But I just think it's amazing. Uh, what, dropping the bro line just makes everything funnier. Because it's, it's bad enough. But the fact that... It's <laughs> right there. I didn't know if you were taking a crap. or <laughs> the, the sound of what seems to be struggling is funny. I love struggling sounds. Just that alone. Hold on one more time. <laughs> no! That's hilarious. Because if anybody is actually being... Uh, pl pl if anybody's experiencing pleasure, why... <laughs> why would to be screaming no? I made the sound, make it sound like it was painful. <laughs> Coming, bro! I mean, that's something you actually said, ow. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like, I, I guess save this and put this with the rest. These are the greatest morning voice mo voicemail notes. They're really great. Thank you for that. Um, everybody was very, we love that. You know, there is something else here. Uh, here is chairman, well, former Joint Chiefs chairman, Mark Milley. He is... He retired today. Oh, good. Good. And on the now way, we can start calling him Mark Silly. And on the way out, <laughs> on the way out, he threw some shade at Donald Trump. Of course he did. By calling him a wannabe dictator. It, Listen, if you want... Yeah, and you're... I don't, I'm, I'm not even sure this guy's accolades. Look, you're no fucking Patton, bro. So go fuck yourself. I know. He drone, he drone bombs children. Hold on. Here we go. Listen to this. Uh, it's 40-second clip. Watch him uh, pretending to be something. I hate all the pins. I really hate all the pins. What, what could he have possibly done to earn all that crap? Kiss ass. We don't take an oath to a tribe. We don't take an oath to a religion. We don't take an oath to a king. Why is it or so? Or a queen. Or to a tyrant. Yeah. Or a dictator. Yeah. And we don't take an oath to a wannabe dictator. We don't take an oath to an individual. We take an oath to the Constitution. And we take an oath to the idea that it's America. And we're oh, this bit. Well, I don't know why that was so low. Yeah, he's... But you failed miserably at that, you fat slob. Nice. You failed miserably. Remember, this is a guy who told, who got in touch with China. Um, after the election in 2020, got in touch with China and gave them a heads up and assurances that if his commander, if the president, his commander, declared a hypothetical war, there was not, not going to be any military exchanges between the U.S. and China. So he called up and, and brought up this idea of a hypothetical war to assure him that if that comes down to it, he would be on China's side and against his commander. I mean, this guy, it's, it should not be controversial to say that treason and all the punishments that go along with it are warranted. It should not be controversial. 
But of course, the people who like to defend the country that has been, um, you know, just concocted in the republic's place, they don't like hearing that. So uh, there is one thing, though. Did you hear this? Dictator. A, a Trump, though, he he didn't respond to Milley, but he respond. He mentioned Donald, Donald Trump mentioned you. I wish, bro. He did. Did you hear this? I wish. He talked about you coming up to his limo and putting your hand on. He remembers. See, he remembers. I knew. I I know. He probably thinks about it every day. Listen. He probably wonders what I'm doing. Listen. Here you go. You know, I had the pleasure to meet a young man named Matt DeFabio. He kind of touched his hand up on my car as I walked by. I was lucky I didn't come out and, you know, rough him up a little bit. It's true. Because I'm not there for games. Yeah, I'm here. I'm the president of the United States, the best president that's ever been, hands down. I walked the aisle with, with uh, George Washington. <laughs> I time travel, but you didn't know that. And, you know, we've met a lot of characters along the way that's crazy that he actually brings up time travel and then he doesn't mention it anymore he I says time it very quickly yeah like we would forget he said it bet you didn't know that sleepy joe of course sleepy joe that's sleepy fuck but a more interesting character as of late is uh is who i like to call it's for <laughs> 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 the more Interesting character as of late is who I like to call disinterested Frank Disinterested Frank everybody he hosts a show called quite frankly. I don't know. Maybe you heard of it. Maybe not Probably haven't because it's not as big as my show was when it was when it was on the air for 15 years But uh, n nonetheless disinterested Frank and you know, it's funny because he knows the disinterested Frank is what Anthony and Mike would call me at some point They used to call me disinterested Frank. They would call me different boy they would call me Shaken Waterman. Shaken so the, Waterman. the fact that the fact that Trump knew about this this nickname that they gave me is pretty incredible. Why we call him that, the ladies and gentlemen, because he walks in places looking very disinterested. He looks very disinterested as he chews his food <laughs> when he sits down to dine with uh, his family and friends. And but yeah, that's another thing, that Anthony and Mike. They would say about me. They'd say that I look disinterested when I eat. And that's when they so call me Disinterested Frank. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's wrong with everybody. Anyway, I saw Disinterested Frank. He came and, and he said hello. And hey, he's, he's a good guy. Not a, not a bad guy, but he has, a, he has a show called, quite frankly, maybe you heard of it, probably haven't. But if you haven't, you can go check it out now, quite frankly. And quite frankly, I don't care if you do. Because I'm the next president of the United States. Going to go for a second term, even though I didn't have my second term right after my first term you know I'm the first president to ever do it to have the second term come <laughs> after the Grover term Cleveland or something yeah yeah I t and I and I told Anthony I told Anthony uh, because he was laughing about it I said you know uh, Grover Cleveland had two non-consecutive had had non-consecutive terms so it has been done before so. Trump would say something like that though yeah first to ever do it I was the first ever to do it like this first to ever do it three times I had four non. Well, that's that would be it. Would be it, let's say that he let's say that he was ten years younger, and they they stole another one from him, and then he runs again in twenty twenty eight. Um, at that point, you can you can guarantee that he would win again. Yeah. Uh, I would take ten years off my life if I can give it to him to be younger. <laughs> yeah. 
you would give Donald Trump, you want to extend Donald Trump's life, you would give him 10 years of your life. And not just extend it, make him 10 years younger so he's even more vital and powerful. Well, you're very loyal. You're very loyal. Here's uh, here's someone who does not have any life extension left, and that is Diane Feinstein. She did. She's dead. Now she died. Whoa! Drum roll. Uh, she died, and I, it's not a surprise. I'm not over here waiting for people to die. But, but was she sick? Was she in hospice? Dude, or did she just drop dead? Or? She was. She had withered away into just a, a pile of bones. The last couple of I don't know. The last year, at least, it was it was crazy. They they said that she was sick with the shingles, and um, and then all of a sudden, the next time we saw her, her face was hanging off her her uh, her skull, and there was nothing left of her. And she didn't know where she was, but she was still casting votes, or at least people were casting votes in her name. Ninety years old. Shortly, she died shortly after her return to Congress following a bout of shingles, according to Punchbowl News. Feinstein returned to the Senate in May after a two-month battle with shingles where she appeared to be unaware of her ex- uh, extended absence. When a reporter asked him how her uh, when a reporter asked him how her colleagues have received her upon her return, she said, that was written weird. She said, "No, I've been here. I've been voting." She concluded by scolding the reporter. So, um, in July, Feinstein appeared to be completely lost during a Senate Appropriations Committee session, which uh, required staff assistance. Uh, When called on for a a simple yay or nay, or aye or nay vote, the 90-year-old launched into a speech supporting the measure. Only about 15 seconds of awkwardness, uh, only after 15 seconds of awkwardness did she heed repeated commands to just say aye. Instructions issued by both committees, Chair Patty Murray and other Feinstein staffers very weird very weird how quickly she went down very weird and uh, I know they're all old and and weird you know the, the other thing that's going on there now the the one thing everybody wants to put out there she's some trailblazer an icon for any girl who wants to grow up to help stage you know sexual assault tribunals um, to leak testimony to cover for actual crooks like Glenn Simpson and then blame it on a head cold or doing decades worth of illicit business with the Chinese, especially their spies, having them uh, drive her around like Miss Daisy. And then you run your, then everything on top of that is just run of the mill, inside training, inside trading, uh, contract steering, enrichment, all that other stuff. But she's vicious. They all are so vicious. I mean, I'm sure the people out there, like anytime this happens, who are mourning the loss of a friend or a family member right now. But as far as the public relations goes, I mean, they're all pieces of trash. She was a witch. It's just so incredible how quickly she deteriorated. I know that it can turn on a drop of a hat when you're that old, but still. Now it'll be, and again, Jimmy Carter lives. He's going to be 100 soon. He's been in hospice for the last six months. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not, lucky. I'm not telling them to hurry up or anything like that. It's just incredible. But yeah. um, So it would just be Bush, Clinton, and Obama, and Trump left, right? Yeah. I wouldn't want to start a, uh, quite frankly, dead, a dead pool or a death pool or anything like that, but I always wonder who the hell's next. I keep forgetting who's out there. 
I'll tell you what. I think Bam Margera will be dead within the next year. That guy's that sad. Every time it looks like he's about to uh, turn the corner, he loses some weight. He gets sober. He starts. He was skating again. He's last sober week. now, but I just have a feeling he's. I saw last year he had dropped some weight. He cleaned yeah. up and he started skating again, yeah. and it was actually pretty cool to see it. Um, I felt good for him because you know there's only so many headlines you should see. You can see about a guy who's just having so many issues. Yeah, but uh, it sucks what happened to him. Anyway, we're going to open up the lines. You can call in with whatever you'd like. Uh, remember, last night we had NDE stories. You are more than welcome to call in with your NDE stories, your after-death communication stories, general thoughts. Um, you can call in with strange encounters with stranger stories. That also was this week. Um, inside information, that is if you want to break something that you know personally and you want you, you want a platform quickly to warn the world or whatever. Whatever the hell it may be, you can call 914-200-0269. First one on with us is King. King, welcome to the show with Matt and I. Hey, what's happening? Hey, man. What's up? Hey, uh, that Keith guy did the world a favor. That's number one. Uh, number two, you, Matt over there. Yo. You listen to me, you listen to me good. What's up? You can't like Tupac and be loyal to the God Emperor at the same time. Why? You understand why not? that? Why not? Why? Yeah. Why not? I'll tell you why not. Do you know that asshole was shitting on Trump long before everyone else was, and he was preaching commie gobbledygook about Trump should be redistributing oh, his wealth. Yeah, I know he said all that, but he that? was a good rapper. And he was also 23 years old. He didn't know what the hell he was talking about when he was saying that. Of course he did. And people know what they're talking Think about. Think about it, dude. If Tupac but, um, was alive today, the way they're shutting everyone up, he would have... Come on. He would He would not be... He'd be on our side right now. I wouldn't want him on our side. But that's neither here nor there. What I was wondering if you guys have heard... A little inside news from City Hall in New York City. What? Did you know that they're going to be setting up... This is coming straight from City Hall now. They're going to be setting up migrant camps. And I take personal umbrage with one of these neighborhoods, personally. Bay Ridge, Fort Hamilton, Marine Park, and Manhattan Beach. And the reason is... They need to go to white neighborhoods because white people are not doing their fair share in the city. Is that what they said? Yep. That, that was the That's reason? Straight, straight from City Hall. And I got it from Curtis Sliwa, who has a lot of rats in City Hall. Well, you know... Uh... Those were the exact words. Now, I could rebut to that but i won't because you know i'll go way overboard yeah as far as doing your fair share you know what i'm talking about now i i listen i i, I know what you're getting at and i and i know what the messaging has been even from the schools i mean even before this latest this late, latest wave of um of uh foreigners that have been shoved in and and, and that's the other thing i gotta show 
That's the other thing I got to show. This is incredible. 200,000 or something? Well, yeah, the numbers are staggering. And I saw, I saw, I, I got to give Elon Musk a little bit of credit for going down to the border. And uh, th- th- he conducted some of his own interviews on, on Twitter right there at the border with some, uh, with some sheriffs from, from border counties. And it's ho- what, they, what, what the uh, law enforcement are talking about is horrible because, you know, th- these are sheriffs of small, small little towns in, in counties where they maybe have 16 guys under their command and they're just being swamped by we're, we're talking about armies worth of people armies worth small nations worth of it, it's just incredible well, if any of the sheriff's departments are hiring down there maybe i should go work for them well you know th- there's actually a couple of cops around here that went down to work at the border because they figured they'd be more they'd be more put to use down there up here well, they f- during yeah for 2016 2020 yeah but not now no, it's nuts. It's nuts, King. Um, and I would not. Well, I, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I know you guys ain't right in the city, but you're in New York, and New Yorkers better start, uh, you know, paying attention. Because if you think that shit ain't gonna fucking spread, it, no, it is. That's what I was just gonna say. I just was driving on the way here. What the fuck is this building that popped up overnight over here on the corner? I know. Fucking ten stories high. Uh, they're, they're developing a lot of they're things. They're doing it. Guess what? They, they're doing it here in Lowell, too. Yeah, that's... Oh, well, over in New York, I know Hochul did that 3% initiative. You know about that shit, right? What? Uh, yeah. So you need a 3% um, wherever it is, like like Larchmont, 3% uh, population growth, 3% like urban housing. Uh, in these ta- in these towns or whatever, and if they don't, they don't get state funding. So sh- so they're forcing towns to become cities and increase the population, or else they're not going to get funding. But when you say sure. urban housing, you're ta- like apartment buildings, like exactly what you're seeing going up here. When he says urban housing, he means like, fucking projects. Like projects. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so they're, 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 they're gentrifying. They're, they're, actually, they're actually doing their own form of gentrification where they really just want to be able to, especially... shitrification. They want to break up, they want to break up stable, middle-class uh, towns and communities. Yeah, Tucker Carlson, this is one of the last things he uh, was talking about on one of his shows was, was this exact thing, how... Like, say, kiss goodbye to, to seeing green grass or whatever it is, or your backyard. He's like, it's it's going to be gone soon. He's like, even upstate, dude, even places upstate are doing it. Oh, man. Well, King, thank you for giving me a segue here, because i got to play this other clip it's, that's that's related. Wait until you see this clip. Do you have anything else you got to say? No, sir. Thank you for taking my call. All right. Thank you for calling, as always. Take a look at this, Matt. Uh, here is footage that's been getting around of a U.S. bound Haitian that was being interviewed in Mexico yeah. complaining that this 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 debit card that was given to him, he said it's U.N. issued. Oh. And we all know that the U.N. migration initiatives are, are behind it. Now, U.N. is not where it all starts. There is, there is greater economic, cultural, and spiritual interests behind the U.N. We know what the whole point of driving everybody toward a UN-controlled reality has been since the beginning of the 20th century. Um, th- that's what the world wars were all about. And so the UN has these migration uh, initiatives that they have forced onto the EU. They've pretty much forced onto the West. They are a major driver for all of this. Are, is, is that the brain trust? No, they're major facilitators. 
they're major facilitators. Behind that, obviously, we had the think tanks, think tanks, the NGOs, the CFR type uh, coalitions over there. But here is a guy complaining that the UN has failed to make its payment to him, and now his debit card is empty. Okay, so uh, take take a look at this. Work, we don't have money, so and they haven't deposited um, to my account. ¿Cuánto, ¿Cuánto te depositaban? El depósito al siete siete de de enero. So the whole month of January, you haven't received anything. What were they supposed to receive in there? ¿Cuánto es lo que te dan? Es el último pago. ¿Cuánto fue? De cuatro. 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 El dinero. Tres mil uh, 3,600 pesos. Was the last payment I received. Uh-huh. And, um, it goes, uh, that I haven't received. Does that go into your bank account at all? Does that go into your bank account? Yes. 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 What do we always talk about? There is somebody incentivizing the trip. We've heard from those caravans that were being put on to the uh, put on the road and on train tracks all throughout Central and South America in 2018, leading up to the midterms over there. We heard about cash being dispersed, EBT cards or things like EBT cards being dispersed. Uh, we saw what the I think Lauren Southern was even putting together what these NGOs are doing on the European side of things, coaching people on how to get in by the tens of thousands and uh, legally, you know, pinning uh, European authorities against the wall uh, by, you know, dropping certain phrases about asylum, this and that. Then again, everybody's, uh, it doesn't matter what you say. If, if your host countries want you, ultimately want you to be there to be a part of a, a uh, you know, a crypto invasion, then, then they're going to make it happen. But obviously somebody's behind this. They, they, you have to bankroll people to go on tri- on trips that are largely by foot, that are, you know, if for, for the people who are not walking by uh, by foot, they are jumping onto trains and traveling thousands of miles. You got to bankroll them somehow. It has to be resourced or more, most people would die along the way. And we know a lot of people do die and they're raped, they're abused, but they don't care. There's something else being given in New York City, in New York City. I'm glad more and more people are bringing up those damn uh, motorbikes. That is being provided. Who is who is doing it? I know the UN is behind a lot of this, especially um, especially in in setting the actual uh, protocols and the actual initiatives. But there are so many <clears throat> there's just so many elements to this to make it happen. They get to go to the schools here for free too now, free lunch. Hochul even said it. She made it official now, at least, that they can come here in New York and they don't have to pay for anything. They can go to whatever school they want. She's a she's a real piece of shit. She's a real piece of shit. And if sometimes I really, um, you know, I pray that there's a hell. Because at this point, at this point, I know that satanic beaver woman is not going to go to jail. I just hope that she gets to 
She gets to go somewhere. I just hope that there's just some retribution somewhere. Obviously, vengeance She'll is pay. not mine, but but man, it, you know, it's it's almost like sitting at a red light, watching everybody else, you know, this one or that one, run a red light, do something illegal, and you're like, damn, where are the cops? You know, you just like you just want to see one person doing something stupid in front of you who who runs a red light and just has complete disregard for the rules that you're following. You just want to see one person get immediately nabbed by a cop that they didn't see. Very rarely does that happen. You know? It's just like, damn. Um, we'll take some calls in just a second. It's 745. Let's do some um, Babylon B. You know what? No, we'll take some calls now. We'll, we'll do Babylon B to open up the second half. Uh, here we go. Caller, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the show. Now, what's on your mind? Hey. Uh, so I'm calling from Iowa. Um, I'm calling about your episode last night with uh, Dr. Alexander. Yes, yes. Can you get a little bit closer to the receiver, please? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Is that better? That sounds a lot better. Okay. So what, what was on your mind? A lot of people emailed about this episode. Yeah. So um, I, I didn't have an NDE, but I had a very vivid dream. Um, this was 10 years ago, 12 years ago, um, and I had a dream, and I met a man named Michael, and he, he told me about three very dire situations. Um, and then he warned me not to be afraid of a cold. And the three things that he warned me about came true in my life. And then 10 years to the date of my dream, I got COVID or the bad cold that he warned me about. Wow. So, okay. Don't be afraid of a cold. So 10 yes. years, 10 years. So obviously this is a very profound dream because you must have logged the date that it all happened. Yes. Okay. What was the date? It was in January of uh, 2012. And then I got COVID um, in January, 2022. Okay. Now the three things, the three things that uh, preceded the COVID finisher, what was that? Um, one was a tick bite. One was a bad fall downstairs, and one was the cold. And in 2015, I got a tick bite, and I got I got Lyme's disease. And then in 2017, my father fell down a bad flight of stairs, and then I got COVID. So, what do you think the point of of you know you say what do you think the point of being so prophetic for things like that is uh, is I mean you know for you to get bit by a tick. What came of that? Where did it lead you? Or, or your father, fly, uh, you know, falling down the stairs. Obviously, these are things you dreamt of, and then they happened in sequential order, which is is very, yeah. very. It's it that that's uh, that's pretty incredible in itself. But what do you think the purpose of all that was? It just seems like a lot of meaningless pain. Well, no, it it, it was, but uh, before I met this Michael person. Um, I had what you would call telepathic or like a download of information, and it was the same thing the doctor was talking about, about peace and love, and I had this overwhelming feeling of knowing the universe and that everything was okay, and then he showed me these three things, and he told me not to be afraid of them. Hmm. Okay. So and you they all came true, and I don't know what to make of that, but I thought it was kind of, you know, sequential with your guest last night so well it was a communication of some sort if you were to ask me 
um, especially since it was so precise. Now, what what you're not being afraid, obviously, maybe maybe somebody, this Michael, is telling you three things, and thank you so much for the call. That's, that's wonderful. Um, perhaps Michael is letting her know, don't be afraid of this stuff. And in the process of it all coming true, you gain a little bit of faith to listen to this guy. Okay, well, he was telling me the truth that they were all coming, and there was nothing to be afraid of. I got through it all. Now I would be on the lookout for another dream. Maybe that was just the prep. Maybe it was 10 years of prepping you for something else that's coming. We'll see if we get another call from her in the next couple of months. Let's go. 719, you're on with me and Matt. Hello? What's going on, Ding Dong? What's going on, Wolfie? Go ahead. <laughs> All right, brother. Two things. Uh, I want to get ahead of, of the game. You have the best guests ever, and I just want to tell you that I am a long-time follower. Thank you. Uh, and um, the worst of the worst is the Democrat avalanche that's happening right now. So I uh, was just going to ask if I could say a prayer for you and your family while I'm on air. Well, I mean, well, I mean, if you, uh, you can, you can, I don't know, you can do that in your private. Time. I appreciate it. I appreciate. It. I mean, it's good. I mean, if you want to, I guess you can. But uh, I'd, I'd appreciate it just if you included me in your private time prayers. That would be fine by me too. I do that too. I'm involved in politics. I got my own channel and all that stuff. It's not big, but. Well, you said you've been watching uh, for a long time, right? A long time. How how you, how long were you were you watching since we were in the we were in the old studio? Oh yeah, when you guys were on YouTube and all that stuff. Well, we're still on YouTube. You mean you stream? Yeah, yeah, all the way back. Dude. Okay, like six, seven years. Yeah, all the way back. Well, I'm, and yeah. uh, you know, it's it's been tragic to watch. To to be honest with you. To watch you guys get like pummeled constantly by either uh, where you can get your donations, where you can get your income, and all that stuff, it just blows me away that they have that much control over our system right now. Well, and okay. um, I just want to bless you, dude. Like totally bless you and your family. And I've I've watched you and your wife bring up Aurora. And that's a beautiful name. I love that name. Uh, it's, it's just amazing the guests that you have and the information that you provide to the people. Well, thank you, Wolfie. I just want to, I just want to thank you. What? Oh, what, what, oh my! Oh my gosh! His dog wants the, to thank you as well. Dog, what's, now, what's the dog saying? That's Peyton Pooh. And what is he saying? <laughs> He's saying, "Get off my driveway." Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Well, I'm I, a one-eyed man with a one-eyed dog, brother. I'm I, not even lying. I appreciate you and the one-eyed dog. This is a great call, Wolfie. Thank you very much. Well, talk to you soon. Yes, and thank you for including me in your prayers. I really appreciate that. Um, I, the one thing I will say is that, yeah, it, it, especially at first, it was really eye-opening to see everybody being come after, you know, everybody being, you know, kind of cut into in one way or another being blocked off of this place off of that place limited throttled kicked off demonetized it's happened to everybody to one degree or another i have certainly i have certainly not felt the brunt like some other people i know 
some other of my friends and, and people I consider peers and colleagues have, have experienced, but even those who have gotten the worst of it, what sprung up in its place? For the time being, Rumble has done pretty good in stepping in for YouTube in their super chats, and as far as crowds go, there are pretty significant crowds that gather and watch shows on Rumble. Pretty significant. Uh, it's not YouTube level yet, but it's getting there. Um, but outside of that, there's Foxhole. That is monetized as well. There are super chats to get. I mean, D Live. We were having a good time with the lemons and all that stuff. That's still there. I empty out the treasure chest every night. Um, and and there's plenty more. I, I've been able to circumvent YouTube super chats, and we still have Subscribe Star, and we have the ability to subscribe to the show weekly or monthly, right through. Quite frankly, TV. So, in the in the face of all of those things came a future that we could all invest in and it's been it's been great to see the response because it was dark for a little while there we're just like hey we're making our way in this world and now we're being not only deemed illegitimate we're being deemed a danger a public nuisance you know um people who should not a be allowed to be heard but not be allowed to be to make a living if what they're saying is resonating with people and they're building an audience you know, that's just, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. They hate when things happen organically because everything about their world is forced. All right, uh, let's take another call. N- 817, you're on the air. Hey, Frank, this is Johnny Q. Hey, Johnny, welcome back again. Good to hear from you. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was just going to ask a question uh, related to the film. Go ahead. So uh, when it comes to your favorite uh, noir and neo-noir uh, detective films, what would you and Matt say are the most um, thought-provoking uh, detective series or films when it comes to that type of genre? And then also uh, the second question would be, who is your favorite, uh, who does your favorite uh, devil portrayal in either movie or television? Hey, wait, wait, who, the favorite what portrayal? Devil portrayal? Double. Yeah, like so the, playing, oh, playing Satan. Playing Satan in a movie. Hmm. Or, or TV. Oh, man. Ah. Uh, I like Al Pacino. I was going to say, I, the first thing I thought about was Devil's Advocate, and that is, uh, that might be, that has to be up there. Until I have some more time to think. I think that's the first one I went to is The Devil's Advocate. So as far as the, the noir uh, genre, you know, I don't I don't really know. I, I, I don't have much under my belt. I have a whole box set that someone sent me, a uh, film noir box set with like, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, um, I don't know if, if yeah, I forget a couple of the, the titles, but I haven't even been able to, to get through them yet. You know, a person who really who really is able to dissertate on that very well, someone like Razor Fist. And I've listened to him, and that's why I went out and I actually I got myself some stuff to line up for this winter to actually go and watch. So I wouldn't be able to give you too much on Noir. But what I will tell you is whatever I do watch, I'll make sure that I mirror it on Sunday, that next Sunday night on uh on quite frankly TV for the for the Sunday night stuff. Maybe we can all just start yeah. watching some noir together over the course of the winter. Absolutely. Yeah, noir is a perfect genre to watch during the winter time. Well, and then especially for fall, if you're gonna kind of in the mood for like watching Halloween movies or anything that's supernatural, 
that's why I kind of added in uh, the devil topic because I know that there's a lot of movies that portray uh, the devil in different ways. I mean, even Dante, I'm sorry, not Dante, um, John Milton has a understanding of uh, Lucifer in a, in a different way. Um, I believe the movie Angel Heart has the most interesting depiction of the devil played by Robert De Niro. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, if any of you have seen uh, that movie, but that movie was one of the most interesting and uh, disturbing performances I've seen, at least. Not just um, Robert Downey, I'm sorry, Robert De Niro's character, but also uh, Mickey Rooney's character, who is, um, you know, described to be an atheist, but as the movie unfolds, it's slowly unveiled uh, that there's a series of unfortunate events that clouds his character. But I also like uh, Razor Fist as well um, when it comes to his, uh, his forte into the Western, and I really appreciate that as well. But I'm, no, I was just curious about what you thought of uh, sort of that genre as it relates to characters who kind of go in as this sort of anti-hero, that, that being the detective. And yeah. there's some point in the story where it, it unfolds and he's revealed to either be you know, the villain or the true hero um, in an anticlimactic way. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that that is, um, it's, it's, because it's all about Atman. Thank you so much for the call, Johnny. It's great to have you on. I love the the uh, the the uh, the movie calls, and I and I think that that's one thing. Uh, we're talking about it off air a little bit about how to start getting concepts for what would be a film club into the mix with the book club, and I think that is going to be a big part of what we can add to the blog section and all of that. But as far as noir goes, the reason why film noir was it's just so attractive to me, though I don't have many titles under my belt. Um, is that there is it's a vibe it's a very very dark alley on the hunt for something you know visiting uh, visiting uh, visiting an office space at night walking through a rainy street you know your full brim hat kind of just saturated with it you're you, you, I just love the whole thing the whole aesthetic of it where you are just on the the uh, the trail and you're trying to you know beat people down for clues trying to figure something out and and um and it could be a twisty trail where some, sometimes you realize that you might be the target or you might be getting manipulated in some way and that there's a lot of confusion i love the inner monologue on a lot of those going for those those really long pensive walks and thinking about what the hell's going on uh of course the romances that are that are kind of needled through all of those stories too. That kind of adds a little bit more depth where you're not only trying to figure out what the hell this, uh, you know, the the, uh, the ups and downs of a crime, but you're also trying to figure out what the hell this mysterious woman that has come into the mix is really all about. And is she involved and what is going on and personal feeling, it's great. It's great, we gotta get into it more. All right, 7.59, we're taking a quick break. When we come back, a little bit of Babylon B, more of your calls. There's there's plenty of places we can go in our last hour together for the week. As far as Saturday night goes, I don't know what I'll be doing. I don't think any of the guys are coming by tomorrow night, so I think I'll just might, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out, figure it out. It might be a maiden voyage from my home uh, setup late, late at night. But um, that's still yet to be seen. I'm really, con you know, Matt, I'm reconceptualizing with uh, some of our 
production staff what Saturday nights can actually be and bringing in very specific types of guests to do things that we don't do at all during the week. Um, I definitely, definitely on the plate there is what we're doing in the, uh, in the music room, being able to completely clean that out, redecorate it, get the lighting in and make it ready, studio ready for live musical acts, things like that. I really want to do something special with, um, with uh, Saturday nights and they may just be, they may just be for monthly subscribers. Cause you know, sat- I started thinking about that too. Saturday night is only a thing because people went to um, Patreon and Subscribestar and got us to a certain level that b- broke open a Saturday night, um, a Saturday night special. So perhaps it's it's just um, extra content on the weekend for subscribers. I'm thinking about things to really thank the people who make this uh, the show go. So um, a lot of really cool things coming up as we go into the holidays and into the new year. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you. Ladies and Welcome to intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Quite frankly. 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 Qu
pages left. Then it's all done. Yeah, well, then we can start from the beginning because I've forgotten all the other civil rules of civility. Um, but we've been working on this, you and I, for at least two years, this book. And, um, yeah, I'd like to... I'd like everybody to go into the weekend with a nice nice head on their shoulders for etiquette. All right, first one up. Here we go. Hold on, let me get Matt over here so we can all read the headlines together. First one up from the Babylon Bee. Headline, Biden Detroit, uh, deploys troops to the border to stop Texas from securing the border. That's not even a joke. It's not a joke. Ordering people to cut razor wire so that... It's just, it's not a joke. Hey, look, look, the top comment over here from Travis is not Scott says, again, this is actual news, not fake news. You can't even trust the B to give you fake news. <laughs> oh. Headline. Wife frustrated that husband doesn't realize she wants him to be quiet and also talk to her and also leave her alone and also come talk to her. <laughs> Oh, he just doesn't get it. Oh, here you go. Wormtongue says King Theoden is doing more than any other king to stop orc border crossings. Yes. I don't know who Wormtongue is. Wormtongue from uh, from Lord of the Rings. I got to read. You know what? I'm, that's another thing I'm going to read. I'm going to read those. I'm going to rewatch those movies. I've watched them all like at least once through. I've watched Return of the King, I think, twice in my life. I, maybe just once in my life. And I think it was in the theater when it came out. Um, the Two Towers, I have watched many times. I own that DVD. And I just always loved that movie. And I, there was a time where I would... Um, you know, especially if we were... If it was a night, like in high school or college probably college yeah because it was after usually after shows that we would do streamed in the in the bedrooms but i would go out and i'd get myself a pizza burger from a from a local diner mm. get myself a pizza burger and then i would bring it back to my room to my lair and i would put in the two towers and i would just watch that movie and and eat that pizza burger and deluxe and it was just really great Always entertaining. Good times. Good times. All right, let's go back to our uh, our work here. Biden administration reports dangerous African immigrant at the border. It's, uh, it's Elon Musk. There he is. He's been very dangerous lately. Britney Spears scores lucrative new gig at Benihana. <laughs> did, did, did you see? Did you see that? She's crazy. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you know, you go back like a year, year and a half, whenever the hell that conservatorship thing was in the in the headlines, mm. and um, and she was doing interviews and just talking about how she just wants to move on with her life, she wants to have another baby and all that. She really just seemed like she was ready. She was ready to bust out, just to ready to to start something new in life. And I was actually I was hoping that she found some happiness because you know that they're they're living a life that is just slave like. Yeah, well. and then, and then of course, now it just seems like she is she's careening toward a brick wall, real real fast. Well, I don't know who the hell her manager is, but maybe they're doing the same thing to her that they did to Elvis Presley. Elvis they, like uh, Elvis keep Presley him prisoner in in Las Vegas, pretty much. Elvis Presley had had some issues. 
he had substance abuse issues and yeah, all that. But his he, management got him hooked on all that. But he was not going nuts. We're, what we're seeing is the these scary. <laughs> he was a little. <laughs> he was a little crazy, bro. Yeah, but you, but consider what you're seeing coming out of Britney Spears with the knife dances and what you're talking about, like with Mac Madonna and all the milk baths. You remember when she was she was filling up her bathtubs with milk, getting in them and doing these weird. I mean, all these videos. She looks like a praying mantis now. She went overboard with the the. Yeah, she looks like a freak show. Yeah, she looks like a praying mantis. Her face somehow she got her head to be triangle shaped. Can put a fucking frame around her. She'd be a fucking modern art masterpiece. Yeah. Absolutely. She looks like fucking Joseph Merrick. Here's another one for you. Uh, Senator Feinstein death not expected to affect re-election campaign. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Gavin Newsom says California believes in free speech, and if you disagree, you will be arrested. <laughs> Headline, expert unsure whether President's dog... <laughs> <laughs> Experts unsure where President's dog learned to bite. <laughs> and there's Joe Biden biting somebody's shoulder or somebody's child. It never ends. You heard about the the, the German Shepherd keeps biting people? Does it he bit someone else now again? The, the 11th Secret Service member. Damn. It's a bad dog. Bad German. Here we go. Uh, Trump thanks GOP candidates for providing such strong support for his nomination. It's true. Pathetic. That's another one that's not a joke. Yeah. One last one. Liberal headline. Liberal parents ground kid from new pronouns for one month. Well, she might off herself. Yeah. You can't use any new pronouns for one month, young lady. Now get the hell out of here. I'm going to kill myself. Fire me right now. Fire me right now. And I'll, and I'll, I've got to kill myself. I'm going to go watch the first, the, the second season of that again tonight and just enjoy myself. With the rain outside, I'm going to upload this episode and I'm going to go and get yourself some nice McDonald's. Don't even. I put it in his head. Don't, don't bring that in my head. I've that been doing so good. good. Actually, maybe a little Burger King. I've been doing so good, feeling good. But I'll tell you. There is, you say, I know the, the truth about McDonald's, but the thought about sitting down with a hot, large container of piping hot, crispy McDonald's fries that is saturated in every seed oil, I know they are not using the beef tallow anymore. I get it. But just let's not, let's not lie to each other. And then to have how many cheeseburgers stacked on top. I can do, I, I, I can probably, like if I had a gun to my head, I wouldn't do it just for the hell of it. I think at least three cheeseburgers. They're not that big. Nah, they don't. You can eat them fast. They don't make you full right away. And you just pay the consequences after. after. Afterwards, when you when you literally hate. I remember the last time I had McDonald's. There was a sense of... I mean, the, the disappointment in myself. Like, I felt like I did something really, really dirty. Like I like it's something that I wouldn't be able to wash off in a shower because of course it's all on the inside of me, and uh, that passes right through you. Exactly, it passes and, but yeah, you do feel like like trash afterwards. 
Um, Robert Kennedy, what do you think about this? He's planning to announce that he's going to go on an independent ticket because there is only so far you can go Democratic or Democrat knowing that the party is going to ignore you and knock you off at any chance possible. Someone tried to knock him off a couple weeks ago. You seen that? I did. The the person that got uh, yeah. was like trying to slip through security, yeah. heavily armed. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you? But here's the question I want to ask you, and I want to ask. Here's another thing you can throw onto the pile of things you can call in with, ladies and gentlemen, at nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. We don't really have a um, a line tonight that is uh, that is specialty. Whoops! I just turned Matt off. We don't have a specialty line tonight, so everybody can just get through here, and whatever comes through comes through. Who do you think? Kennedy would pull from more Trump or Biden at, with an independent ticket because I know there's you know you can say whatever you want about Democrats who don't you know there are Democrats out there who still have a, a conscience he would get them and yeah he would get the there's like plenty. the older Democrats like the ones that you know the Kennedy like type Democrats like you know you know the Democrats that are not Going, they they see what's going on with the party at large, and they're just like, oh no, they're they're actually worried by it, and they would like another choice. Um, there's definitely them, but there's also a lot of people who would prefer not vote for Trump. That under the circumstances of Trump versus Biden would vote for Trump. Uh, there, there. I know there's a lot of people who would. You, you can't say that all only Biden is going to leak supporters if Kennedy runs independent. There are going to be people who would have reasoned otherwise to give Trump a vote that goes uh, Kennedy too. The question is uh, who is Kennedy going to be more of a threat to? Damage wise? Who's he going to pull from more than the I other? I would say Biden because the people that are already going to vote for Trump aren't. That's it. They're, you know. So he would definitely vote for, uh, take more people from Biden. I would like to hear what people have to say. 914-200-0269. Jay Britt says, hey, Frank, on the noir topic, have you ever watched the Bosch series on Prime? No. The books are even better. Hey, Matt. What's up? No, What's I, up? I, I don't know. I, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. You know, I've been wa- I watched the American Gladiators thing. I watched that thing about Johnny Manziel. And now, right now, I'm, uh, I just finished episode three of this, this Netflix series called High Score. The history of uh, video games. It's, I think I watched that. It's yeah. It starts with Space Invaders, Atari, all that stuff, and then it goes. Uh, I, yeah, episode three was a little obnoxious toward the end. Um, uh, but so far, it's been pretty good. I th- it looks like episode four is about Sega, Sega Genesis. So I'm going to be checking that out. But I, I like having more things to to watch, and I also have <clears throat> so much bookmarked on my YouTube. Watch later. I got to get through. People send me stuff all the time. It's just hard to get through it all. Uh, what are you watching right now? Anything? Uh, no. I finished the last season of Peaky Blinders, but no, I don't. I haven't really watched anything. Lauren and I, we kind of stalled with that in season two. We stalled. Uh, not for any other reason. The, the one I, I like Peaky Blind. I don't like the modern soundtrack with the period piece. I'd rather there be. I'd rather they went somewhere down the line of like uh, Boardwalk Empire, 
where they pulled from the music of the times and they just filled it in. I feel like it takes away from the uh, the authenticity of the period. Um, it, it just clashes with me. But other than that, I liked uh, I liked it so far. Lauren and I fell off in the middle of that, and we fell off in the middle of Blacklist. I never watched that. With Robert California? Yeah, with yeah James Spader. Season three. We're in the middle of season three, and just because we, we were watching it up to the day, the night before Aurora was born. And once she was born, like, I think that we've watched two episodes. We tried to restart it twice since Aurora was born, and it, we never got into a role again. So um, Aurora stopped that in its tracks. Stosub says, always enjoy Friday chill sessions and just wanted to super chat about it. Great weekend, gentlemen, and frankly, thank you both, both Jay Brits and Stostub. Matt, uh, so I went to Matt's, I went to uh, Jay Gulanello's retreat over the weekend. Yeah, how was that? It was really nice, and next week we'll talk a lot about it because there's there's concepts there that got to be hammered home and just general experiences and takeaways. But when I was doing Q&A the last night, that Saturday night, I had... For, I had um, interviewed the panel of of uh, health professionals that were really running the entire weekend, including Jay and his partners, and um, and then I just started taking questions directly to me about the show and whatever. And someone asked the question. They said, "Is Matt really the way he is in real life?" What I said, I people and I and I had to assure. I had How do you to assure think this is an act? I had to assure them. Everything is real. All of my friends, all of my family, nobody's putting on an act. That's What does that mean, though? How am I? I don't it, get it. I, I said, I promise you, it's all authentic. He he goes out of his way to mispronounce things. <laughs> he goes out of his way to dig up old pronunciations of things. Um, he, he, does, he does partake in a lot of cannabis. He enjoys, uh, he enjoys a good stove from time to time. Um, I mean, I said this. This is just it. It is just a deadpan fun that we have, and I thought that was funny. Out of all the questions somebody <laughs> asked, they said, "Is Matt really the way that he is?" Like, yes. <laughs> okay, let's take a call. Four one four. You're on the to air. Disappoint you? No, they're happy. Hey. No, I, know, I know. Hello. How are? Who's this? This is Julie. Julie, welcome to the show. So what's on your mind? So, Frank, with all these people dying and it's a Friday and all this, where are they distracting us from? Like, what's going to happen next week? Did they sign the bill that, you know, so are we not going to have any government? Are they not going to get their bills paid? What's going on with that? Do you know? No, no, I don't. I, I What's going to happen <laughs> next week? I, I don't know. Um, it doesn't really make any sense. And... Um, I, 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 I it, it could be anything. As far as government shutdowns goes, that's what you're asking. Yeah. Okay. Well, government. So are we going to have a government shutdown? We're going to have what? Uh, a whole bunch of funerals. We're going to have um, two packs of murderer. What? Twenty years later, all of a sudden, it just seems like there's an awful lot of news on a Friday. I know. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know. Uh, so, but you're right. I guess it'll take probably by next weekend. Uh, maybe next weekend it'll be like the, the whole weekend they'll they'll do something to the funeral if they if they spend that much time on it at all. I don't know. You would think that they would have taken a lot more um, care with other funerals to be planned, but we'll see how much pomp and circumstance pops up around that. 
and whatever the hell I mean, I don't know. I don't, you, you remember? It, How long do you think she's been dead? <laughs> she didn't look very animated the last few times that she's been on uh, in public eye. Uh, you know, in public, right? in public, I should say. But it's just whatever. I, ah, I don't know. The, Things the, are so insane. All I want to know is I love you and keep doing what you're doing. Well, Julie, th- well, Julie, before you leave, real quick, what do you yeah. think? Does a independent run by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. who uh, take more away from Trump or from Biden? Biden. Biden. Okay. Thank you for the call. Thank you. All right. There you go. Let's take a call here from Flat Albert. What's going on, Albert? Hey. How you I doing? I just wanted to uh I'm doing I'm doing all right. Good. You know, going through going through the day. I just wanted to dovetail a little bit on what uh what's his name? Evan Alexander said last night cuz you kind of uh started there when he was talking about that he had no brain activity. Yeah. Cuz if you think about it, I mean, when he's talking about the different religions and stuff and the meditation, and you mentioned the pineal gland, but meditation exactly is to still the mind. So, I mean, if you think about it correctly, well, I don't even know if you want to say correctly. If you, if you think about it, it's just kind of like unplugging the energy from the vessel for a specific amount of time. I don't know if that's what happens when you go to sleep or whatnot, but there's tons of people that talk about that and the energy field going through the body and whatnot, like Bill Donahue, Eric Dubé, many others. And the whole thing about, you know, what's going on and what we're doing here when he talks about, you know, um, you know, just being energetically here. Um, like in, in, in the Bible, I've mentioned before in Isaiah 45, 7, God himself says that I create good and evil. Um, also, if you look at other religions, like uh, like the, in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, Krishna, this dude Krishna is supposed to be God. He's talking to this dude Arjuna on the evening of a great battle, and he tells him uh Arjuna tells him, I don't want to kill these people. They're my brothers and sisters and blah, blah, blah. And God says to him or Vishnu, whoever you want to use, he says, uh, what do you care? He's like, you're a king. Go be a king. And the whole gist of the story is don't grieve for the dead any more than you grieve for the living because everything is eternal. And when you take that all that information and you and you understand that the Kabbalah, the Bible, um, all the Vedas, they all go back, back, back. And the one thing that you find in them is these seven signs. Well, are you going to go through all seven? Well, the sevens is just the planets. And, and what they're telling you is they take this energy, this energy field... <clears throat> They combine it together, and that's that's you. So when I think about it, and this is just how it occurs to me, you know, but I've done a lot of looking into it. Um, that's why you look on my moniker and anything, and it says, "Is this real life?" Okay, so so what and, do you so make make a make a, uh, a definitive statement in one sentence? What what is the what is the uh, the, the, the takeaway? 
based on what he was ta- talking about about you know and uh, so you're you're talking about make the statement i don't know what's the conclusion that you drew cuz i un- i understand the well, picture that it. It, it, i understand I the picture you're exactly painting exactly what he said I, I i understood exactly what he said i just wanted to back it up i guess metaphysically a little bit better than he did he is can speak really well to the topic i was like very impressed and he's he's an awesome guest um the only the only thing is is like from the metaphysical side that also backs up everything that he says and like we had talked about we know that children come back and when you look at all these texts and, and you look at you know what god himself said and in the, in the differences is uh, Vishnu also said in the Bhagavad Gita after he had that conversation with him to do nothing. This is like when he was said he didn't want to go to battle. Okay, he said to, to do nothing is just as great of a sin. And look at what's going on in the United States right now. You just said the government sent troops to the border to prevent the people from protecting themselves well uh good points good points uh albert thank you so much for the call be well i you know i think the um what i got away from all of that obviously last night and i know that albert's talking about with brain activity and how Matt, what we were talking about last night is the afterlife. We had a, a neurosurgeon on who had a NDE, a near-death uh, experience in 2008. And we got to have a, a really great discussion about that experience and where he's gone since then with, uh, with his research and everything else. And what he had said at one point is that you know he was pretty much brain dead. He had a 2% chance of living. He had meningitis. He had just gone into a coma for seven days. And and what, he had this incredible experience outside so, like, of his... So he was legit, like, in a hospital, like, clinically yes. dead for yes. seven days yes. on life support. And, yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. So he was, yeah, he was somewhere else. Then. He was somewhere else. And and what he described, the it was incredible. It really was. It really was. And what makes it more incredible is that when he came back, he's a neurosurgeon. But all of his neurosurgeon friends, all of his doctor friends that were caring for him and were able to analyze his situation after the fact they even said based on what was being taken off of him as far as brain activity goes he did not have enough brain functionality during the time that he was in a coma to even generate a dream to even generate some kind of a hallucination or whatever and so what what he had said is that he brought up psychedelics Mm -hmm. and he said that the, the reason why psychedelics, you know, people think, and this is what, what the understanding I was under, um, my understanding about psychedelics is that it just woke up parts of your brain that are otherwise dormant and that it just, you know, kind of just lights up and just buzzes around and you're seeing things and you're going places. And he said it's the exact opposite, that when somebody's on psilocybin or something else, it's actually taking away brain activity, getting you closer to the other side. That that is the. Uh, That's that- funny you say that because I was like, I don't know, for whatever reason we we're talking about that. And I was thinking of like what it feels like, kind of to trip on shrooms. Like you know, there's different. Like you could take too much and then it not be good. Just a just the right amount is okay, but 
for whatever reason, I thought back to when I fell and I cracked my head open a couple weeks ago, like when I was knocked out. And when I like I got up, I was, you know, from being knocked out, I knew something was going on, but I didn't know what the fuck it was. I didn't know what was going on. I knew like, all right, I'm fucked up. Like, am I dying or whatever? Like, I'd never been knocked out before, so I didn't know. I was sweating and everything. So I'm like, am I fucking dying or what the fuck is going on? And that's funny that you say that that's what he said because that's what it kind of felt like. That's what I always feel. I always feel like I'm going to die every time I took shrooms. Like, I'm close to, like, something else that's not here. Well, it shocked me. Uh, It shocked me to even think about it because I was never ever inspired or thought to think about it the opposite way. Well, it just made sense to me that you would take a drug and it would somehow, uh, you know, put your brain into overdrive or something and and it stimulates it it stimulates it in a different way the fact that it was actually taking you down and bringing brain activity lower and lower is uh it makes it even even i don't know it's more interesting for me to even consider that because then you can go different places with it anyway i guess what i was, was trying to get to is that with uh with albert calling in on all that stuff I can see what he means that I, I, when he got to that whole point where he said, you know, don't um, mourn for the dead or whatever the hell it is. And maybe that's just because we don't understand what's going on the other side or um, I don't know. A little, a little bit of that got murky for me at the end. But anyway, let's take a call. Five, four, one. Go ahead. Hi, Frank. Hey. Uh, great show. This is Chris. What's up, Chris? How are you? Uh I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing all right. Well, I know you're doing all right. Uh, so I have a question for Matt. It's kind of off the wall, but I was going to ask him about what he thinks about meteor hammers. And then I was also going to try and hassle you about looking into Rumpelstiltskin, the fairy tale. Well, okay. Wait. First thing is first thing for Matt is m- meteor hammers. Matt's a kung fu guy, right? No, no. I mean, I used oh. to take. Wait, sales. wait, wait, wait. What's me? Wait, hold on. Are you talking about Rob? Yeah, I'm talking about Rob. Yeah, but what's I'm a failing. what's a meter hammer? Matt, yeah, that's a that's a that's a Rob question. Well, I'll, I'll hassle you when Rob's there. I'll, I'll hassle you more about uh, Rumble Siltskin because uh, you get a lot of people on here who know a lot of about. Chris. Uh, and Chris, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Or are you listening to the stream? Because it sounds like we're having a conversation that's just not matching up. I, I guess I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, Frank. Wait. Are, uh, he, okay, I'm sorry, Chris. I had to hang up. He's talking to me from 15 seconds ago. Guys, please. This, this just, come on. Hammer fist? I, I don't know what ham, me, a hammer fist is. That is that what he meant? Didn't he say meat hammer? It said something. It sounded like he said meat hammer. A meat hammer, like yeah, that's good. You know, you, you know, you you, you tenderize meat with it. Yeah, I like them. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. Nine two five Wild G says a tried Colin addendum to Julie CEO's quitting and is spiking again, just like before COVID. Oh really? We're getting that now, huh? <clears throat> Did you see? Uh, I didn't know about the CEOs. I guess I'll keep an open, uh, eye open for that. Thank you on Foxhole real quick. Judy the Lady Pug, Tempo 420, Sean Joe, Doug Simmy, uh, Porpoiseful, 
Happy Days 66, Tempo 420 again, and Sean Joe. Um, did you see, <laughs> I thought you would like this. Alex Jones getting choked out on his show by some MMA guy. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's it's funny. I knew. I, you just choke me out. It's okay. I'll, I'll tap. I'll tap. I'll let you know when to stop. No, 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 no. Probably no, no. doesn't tap. He don't know. No, he wanted to be put out. Uh, yeah, just go ahead. I ain't even gonna tap. When you think I'm I'm knocked out, you just let me go. I him just. I want you to watch him waking. Listen and watch him waking up. <laughs> I'm oh. telling you. Oh God. Yeah, I got this clip because I knew you would love it. All right, hold on a second. Here's uh. He really did it. Thank you, thank you. Hold on. <laughs> did okay. he thank him? I, I he might. <laughs> yeah, he definitely. Hold on, ready? Thank you. Listen to this and watch. Eddie Bravo wouldn't do it. Come check me out. <laughs> come on, come do it. Wide shot. Yeah, he what? asked Eddie Bravo to do it. Eddie wouldn't do Here it. Here we go. I was gonna. I'm a lights out. Take a little sense. <laughs> Uh, put this up, this guy's. Isn't that fools? Hold on. I'm talking. Now he's gone. Listen, 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 listen. 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 It sounds like somebody woke a bear up. Something. It sounds like somebody went into a bear cave and woke up a bear. Because no, you, you know what it is. Because at one point you start to snap out of it. He was probably trying to fight it. Hold on. Here, listen listen to his, his snarling again. Look, he's out. Oh, look, that's the face of him being out. Look at the dead eyes. Hold on. He's out. And now he's going to snarl back to life. <laughs> 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 what? What? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you asked me to check you out. You're back there. Oh, to actually pass out? <laughs> <laughs> this is what the news should be. <laughs> Can you imagine you call into it, you, you, you turn in, tune into like one news network or another, and you know you know that at some point that evening, randomly one of the hosts can do something like ask another person to choke them <laughs> out. That's, that's what the news should be. It would be fun. Um, I also had this other, did you ever see this other clip? Um, the, the, the best thing is that I think that it's in as much context as you need to hear it. But even if it's in context, it's just so hilarious, the delivery. This one, this one clip, <laughs> this one, hold on a second. Where the hell is it? Where's my? Eddie, Eddie Bravo wouldn't do it. Just come, just come up here and choke me out. Okay, it, it, it's the promise, it's when Alex Jones promised. <laughs> he promised to blow his brains out. <laughs> you know, you don't even need, if this is out of context, it doesn't matter. And I don't think it is out of... It's too specific to be out of context, which makes it even funnier. I will blow my brains out live on air. Did he say live on air? Yes, yeah, so listen. Listen, 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 ready? Listen to the ultimatum. If Bill Gates gets a 44 Magnum on air, shoves it in his mouth, and blows his brains out the back of his head, the next day, after it's confirmed he's dead, I will blow my brains out on air. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Imagine he did it. <laughs> Just imagine the scenario where Bill Bill Gates blows his brains. <laughs> Bill Gates actually blows his brains out. <laughs> Alex Jones is like, well, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill myself now. Imagine that night on Infowars. I have to kill myself. I said I'd do it. I'm a man of my word. Well, imagine that. Oh, God. Oh, that is, I, I, I love that. I love that that clip. Bill Gates gets a 44 Magnum on air, shoves it in his mouth, and blows his brains out the back of his head. The next day, after it's confirmed he's dead, I will blow my brains out on air. I love it. He, does it. he tries to find a loophole out of it. Well, he was a 9 millimeter. I said it had to be a 45. I had to, it had to be a 44. Or he says that, no, I wasn't there for the, body, the inspection of the body. I need to confirm. <laughs> I wasn't there. This could be anybody. Yeah, it was a styrofoam body. It wasn't his. This could have been any nerd. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Well. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> That's a good one. These things, they just, they're so good. Okay, uh, Chai Possum just sent some uh, <laughs> sent some support for Matt's laugh. Sent some gold pills for Matt's laugh. All right, uh, let's open up the call, the oh, line for calls, man. and do some more. I went for two zero 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 two six nine. What do you think about anything right now? Oh, Bill Gates commits suicide. Yep, with the forty four Magnum. If that happens. <laughs> And we can the day that we confirm it's dead, he's dead. That's when he goes on Infowars. <laughs> My gosh! All right, what's going on, caller? You're on the air. Hey, great to talk to you. Great show. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, the que yeah, the question you asked earlier about uh, Biden versus Trump or uh, RFK Jr. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great question. Um, I'd have to say Biden, but. Uh, RFK Jr., um, he, he did a lot of work out here in California for the uh, vaccine movement. So, we, you know, we could say the vaccine-hesitant people. There are a lot of people not happy with Trump over the COVID vaccine and his continued uh, support for it, saying how great it is and how many lives it saved and not really addressing the damage it's done. So I do believe he would lose a lot of votes RFK Jr. over that issue alone. Uh, that, That's all I had to say. Now, you know what? Thank you for the call. I'm I'm glad you got in. I'm glad you got through. And this is why I thought it was a pretty interesting um, scenario to ponder because there is uh, there are definitely people who do. I mean, there's plenty. Of, there's a lot of people who won't vote for Joe Biden, or though they don't want to. Um, and then there is, I, I mean, look at the, the support that RFK Jr. has already gotten. That, that's a lot of Democrats already. Um, he wanted to run on the Democrat ticket. So, right. I mean, that, that's, uh, that, that's, that's something in itself. But I know that, especially on that, because RFK Jr. is such a, uh, a big voice inside of um, 
especially modern vaccine skepticism and what's going on and, and COVID vaccine and mRNA skepticism, because he's such a big influential voice there, that is automatically going to put m- most of the people who follow him uh, at least ideologically at odds or just can't do it ever again with Trump because of how um, how he, he stood by the shots and still does in, in many ways today. I know that that would cause some rifts there. So I just wondered, just from everybody, and there's probably angles that I'm not even considering right now that somebody in the audience would have. Um, I just wonder, considering as much as you, and as many factors you can that can go for or against either Joe Biden, whoever the hell that is, and Donald Trump and RFK, who would lose the mu- the, the most with that third that third candidate there? I, I just wonder. Because there is so much bargaining going on and so much compromising going on with people who are voting in ways that they never thought before because they really do think that these are these are some of the, the last days of of uh, of America. So interesting stuff. Nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. I love thoughts like that. Uh let me see here. Uh, five oh three, back on the air. What's up? Oh, sorry, sorry, lost you there. Um, yeah, I, you know, after you got cut off there, I'm not really sure uh, where the conversation went, but um, I did just want to say one thing that um, so RFK Jr. Uh, my wife and I have had this conversation as far as uh, votes go for president, <laughs> and we we're both fairly good, you know, big Trump supporters, but he was the one guy out in California when there were some really, really bad bills being passed for, um, uh, like, SB 277 for um, forcing vaccines on kids to get into school and whatnot. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Our was the one guy that was at the Capitol with the people up on the steps in 95-degree heat, uh, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing. Well, he's, well, he, had no reason to, he had no reason to do that. Well, David, you and, know, to, to your point, he's got a lot, he's got a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of support on that issue. And the, yeah. but then you know what what's been happening for everybody's going to have a um, a little bit more of a the full throated conversation about his about his past. Uh, he he is going to appeal more to progressives than anything else. Now, free at this point, you could probably talk to a lot of conservatives and think again. Thanks for the call. Um, you probably talk to a lot of conservatives in in the United States. Um who would would say that hell you know if if you have a proper understanding of what's really going on of what how this country should be you know that most of your attention should just be local and i don't have much faith in in dc as you all know so it it really it doesn't really matter to me too much because it's just you're just talking about who is going to hit, who's going to allow us to have a little bit softer of a landing than the other, but they're both going to be rough. Now, I, I know that there are plenty of conservatives at this point who might say, listen, I'm taking care of things at home. As far as hopeless D.C., I'll actually roll the dice with RFK Jr. right now because as long as he's going to be tough on uh, medical and bodily autonomy and as long as he's going to stand by free speech, that's good enough for me. I don't have much faith in anything else anyway. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of conservatives who would who would do that. 
just because they know that the, the most important decisions are going to be made at home in their home counties and their towns and villages. If they're, uh, you know, that, that's that's really what all the, where the rubber meets the road. Um, so that's why I say there's a lot of compromising going on right now. And I just wonder what his presence as a third party would really do. Um, 914-200-0269. All right. Do I have a... Uh, do I have a break to go to? I think so. Do I? No. To hell with it. You know what? We're just going to end a little bit early tonight. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Matt, thank you for being here. Thank you, bro. And everybody congratulates you for the new job. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's for the best. It's a good thing to, to happen, man. Yeah, I know. I think about the pay cut, and then, like, you know, then I think about how uh, people call me up with problems I don't give a fucking shit about. <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't care, but it's just like, oh, I'm tired of it. Yeah, being hounded. And they're not, not really having a, you know, that's, it's a, it's a good change, and everybody's happy this for one you. One guy wants me to somehow get up on his fucking roof that I can't get it's just fucking you've done a lot of dangerous things over the years you should be happy that you got out in, in as good shape as you are yeah I only fell off a ladder once <sighs> yeah and only about a week or so to go Jay Britt says Frank the minute Bill Gates shoots himself Alex Jones response will be identical to the clip of him waking up from the chokeout. <laughs> What happened? Did I say something? Oh, I promised to kill myself again. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. What else? I think that's it. Yes, I think that is it. Over on Rockfin, did I get everybody there? Everybody's hanging, having a good time. Good. All right. It's Friday night. And only about a week or so to go. Be quiet. It's Friday night on QuiteFrankly.tv. It's our weekend roundup. It's all going to culminate with Sunday night at 9 o'clock where I will uh, be putting up my own curated uh, my own curated nightly programming. And that goes right into the late night where we have some good Art Bell, uh, you know, coast-to-coast -coast episodes and things like that, uh, documentaries. I think this, this weekend we might slip in Who Framed Roger Rabbit since that came up a lot this week and I loved it. Um, so yeah, and be on the lookout for Saturday night. If I go live, depending on where it's going to be and what we're going to be doing, I'll make sure I get the word out far and wide. And in the meantime, become a sponsor because next week we begin up with book club again, the Godfather. I've already read most of my pages. It is fun. The Godfather, the book, the book, Mario Puzo, it, dude, it, 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 it's, he's a Pulp Fiction writer. You're reading Pulp Fiction. It is. It, it's. It's full of. Uh, I mean, you still see the pacing of the, the film, all the best lines. I already know so much about the making of the film and the making of the movie because of that book I read. Um, you know, uh, uh, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Great, great book. The history of what was going on everywhere um, with this, but it's it's graphic. It's just really graphic. You get more into the characters that you don't get too much of a backstory. Like, there's so much more about Luca Brazzi in this. Oh, he's, you, he's vicious, right? Dude. Yeah. Brutal. He's br he's almost like he almost seems like a gentle giant in um, in the movie compared to what this is because you only 
He's supposed to be a hulking big character. Yeah. You understand that he's there to do dirty work, but you, I mean, <sighs> you get so much more in this, and um, it's great. It really is great. Did you read? Oh yeah, no, it's in the movie anyway. What? I forgot already. You'll remember later on. Abe, Abe says, hey, we got 69 videos for tonight's weekend wrap-up, followed by a Saturday full of Vintage Frankly and Sunday with Frank's picks all weekend long on QuiteFrankly.tv. So get over there, get into that uh, that sweet little chat room, and I'll see you soon. And become a sponsor. Get into the book club. And, and then we'll also be able to see each other on Sunday afternoons or Sunday mornings when we do our, our, unstream, our unlisted live streams. Be a part of it all. A lot more extra content coming t to the, uh, the, quite frankly, sphere of influence soon, too. All right. Good night, everybody. Email me, and I'll see you soon. Thanks again, Matt. Good night, Francis. Bye. Oh, I've done it again. I hate cat. You're a kitty cat? You're ton. <laughs> Hello. I'll catch you on the flip. I'm a kitty cat as well. <laughs> What a I'll mess. Catch you on the flip side. What a mess. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's filmed before a live studio audience, and frankly, I need some rest. Thank you so much. 925 Wild G on the Rumble. Thank you, Chode Man. Says, Frank, let Matt choke you out. Do it for Alex Jones. Also, everyone watch Weekend Roundup tonight on QuiteFrankly.tv. Thank you, Jay Brits. Thank you, Stostube. What's that, Matt? You can choke me out? No, I just said, said do it for Alex Jones. I mean, if you don't want me to choke you out, I'll let you choke me out. It's all right. I'm serious. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Maybe one day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, we've got some really exciting things waiting for you after this show ends on the website. Go there and just click play. And then go about your night. You can have us on in the background. Cast us to your television. Bring us into your, ho your home and just give yourself over to the random beauty of our after-hours programming. Very, very deliberately picked stuff. Goodbye. <laughs>